All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, all right, you know we're back. This ah, pump because you know we're from East Coast, but I'm down south. So anyway, guys, it is Rachel Feldman. I am so happy, pumped as I always say, but really pumped. I don't know if I could get any more pumped. Because I have my friend Allison here. I've known this woman for a very long time through school, through just, I've watched, well, okay, let me just say this. I have watched her go and do what I call branding and rebranding in the most authentic and beautiful way. Hmm. So for any of you who are scared, and I mean like, or like overwhelmed, (laughs) or just are like this, analysis paralysis and you say I don't even know what to do I'm changing I want you to listen to Allison because not only has she been able to combine different brands but do it in such an authentic way but she has been able to live her freaking truth at every point of the way and Mm -hmm. so without further ado I'm going to introduce you and interview Allison (laughs) Rutsig. Say hello after that intro. Seriously, I'm like, first off, hi guys. And Rachel, well, I was just staring at you when you were talking, and I was like, you're like the Carrie Bradshaw of holistic well-being. You look like you look like Sarah Jessica Parker right now, and you're stunning. Emoji, 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 emoji. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just seriously like so honored to be here with your, with you, with your people, and to share any insight I can from my past ten years in this entrepreneurial game. So cray cray, right? Okay. So guys, I know you're like timeline, please. Yeah. All right. First off, take us back. We both graduated from Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I think it was like, you were like one semester ish or something like that before me, I think. Yeah. I don't even know, but I graduated. I think I did it in 2010, 2011, right? So eight, nine years ago. Do you want me to just like take you through my different versions of business? Tell me what you want to say. The biggest thing, and I was saying to somebody the other day, because ironically, I was talking about you, you know, by, of course, and because (laughs) for me, when I think about IN, people always say, you know, what has been so special for you? And I always say, you know, it was the people I met and it was being able to watch how they formed their business and those who I've seen successful. And I mean, like those who shine and you see really have enjoyed you know, even though building a business is tough, I think of you. And I, and one of the pictures that I'll never forget is like, was you in the middle of, I think it was, was, was it Central Park in New York? Or was it like, was it near the W at like the, that, the W at Whole Foods, but you were like, I'm not, you know, you're skinny mini, like, this is not like, I'm not like, I don't have to fit into this perfect mold, but you were also doing branding for health coaches. So kind of walk people through the fact that you were able to do both. How did you start at one place, go into another? So just like take us back even to that place. We're going to rewind to 2000. Okay. So I am just going to share that I never thought I would be a business owner, entrepreneur, only because of my, like, I didn't know that was a possibility for me until I saw other women doing it, other young women. I, when I graduated college, I went to school for graphic design. I was applying for branding jobs in New York City. 
not finding anything and was hitting this like quarter life crisis. I mean, it was only 22 at the time, right? I was like, what am I going to do with my life? Okay. I've always been interested in nutrition. I had been following IIN for years. One of my friend's sisters went and I was like, maybe I should do this while I'm trying to figure everything out. So I went and on both ends, I was seeing all of these people starting businesses and realizing my skills in branding and graphic design could really help them communicate their message. So I was like, Ooh, there's a business opportunity here. Let me start making logos for people and see how it goes. And like that just literally, like I found this amazing community. I live in New York city and I did a logo for someone in that community. And then word just spread. And simultaneously to that. So I never was like, I want to start a design company. I really wanted, because I was an IIN at the time, you know, I was like, I want to be a health coach. And to me, I took the angle of body confidence coaching. I like that I'm not a skinny mini. For me, health and well-being is on all levels as as we learn at IIN. But for me, I needed my journey was all about confidence in my body. But you were even and and like I'm sorry if I'm interrupting. I'm just like, welcome to the show. That you were, what I mean about like breaking the mold is, and this is so important, especially like here we are 10 years fast forward, because yeah, it was 2010, is that nobody was talking about that back then. Mm -hmm. And I think even at that time, like I remember and why I remember that picture, I think it was one of your first branding shoots. Yeah. Is that you were talking about body conscious at a time when no, it was like diet. It was who was on the front of like Vogue, who was on the front of, you know, everyone was talking diet, 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 and you were talking the complete opposite. And you weren't necessarily taking the verbiage of IAN and talking about like you really, and this is what I mean about you really made it special. Mm. So can you even talk about like that part of body Absolutely. because now we're like, everyone's talking about that. But like at that time, that was so avant-garde in my opinion. Thank you for saying that. I didn't, I didn't really even think about that until you just said that. So it's just interesting for me. I knew that like, if I was going to create a business that was based on my heart's mission, it had to be so authentic. I wasn't going to show up and say, oh guys, like this is what I'm eating all day. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to help you lose weight, even though like, then I'm just going to actually help you love your body. That didn't feel right to me. I was seeing so much of that in the marketplace. I was seeing so much of like people that actually believed the same things that I did, but were, you know, talking about say what they think they need and then give them what they want once they come in. And I, I had been burned so many times by that. I think that the marketing in and of itself felt like an opportunity to educate and share my message. So I'm really glad you said that. And and I will say it took a lot of digging to get that verbiage. It wasn't like one day I woke up, oh, I'm a body confidence coach, right? Like that it took me, I was kind of mentoring under uh, an emotional eating coach at the time, Sarah Jenks. I was following her around for a year and a half and I loved her message. I really loved her, but also got to see, okay, this is what I resonate with. This is what I don't resonate with. How can I make my own spin on this? And then, you know, I had, actually, this is maybe how we also reconnected my business coach at the time, Nisha Moodley really helped me with this. It was like a digging in my soul. It was like, what do you really believe in? Like, what is this? And then, you know, putting things on the wall. Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And it was like, finally, there was something I could land on that even though it's two words, right? Body confidence, it felt like it could encompass my huge heart's mission. And that's a difficult thing to do. And it's what I do as a brander now. It's it's bringing in this larger than life energy that you know, as someone who is starting a business, you have a huge mission, right? It's like, it's hard to pinpoint that down in three to four words, but can those two words encompass what it is that you're about? I found that in body confidence for me at the time. And it's so crazy because even before we were recording and I was like, oh my God, we better start recording. (laughs) I think we're doing the opposite. And that's why I keep reading these emails from entrepreneurs, coaches, where I hear, I hear coaches saying to me, you know, you teach different, like you're not giving a blueprint. And I say, I have all the blueprints in the world, but the way that I was taught and Nisha was like, my second coach was, what do you really want to say to the world? And 
why? And I was like, well, I want people to feel good. She was like, not enough. And if anyone knows Nisha, even if you went to her Facebook page and you don't even know her, you would see a very soulful woman who's very passionate and about the world and about justice. You wouldn't think that somebody would be like, that's it. I'm off to the, another cocktail. I'm off to the next person at a cocktail party. But that's what I feel we were taught back before social media. And we had 20 platforms. Right, because we had to really understand what platform, not LinkedIn, not IG, not Snapchat, not, I mean, we had Facebook, but we really had to understand if I was talking to somebody or if I looked myself in the mirror, what actually did I believe? What did I stand on? How strong was my why that when tough stuff did get tough? And what did I really want to say to the world? Do you agree? I'm so glad that you brought that up. It really takes a drilling down. And I, I also will just share with you guys, because many of you don't know me. I am, as I mentioned, I started out with design, but right now I and have been the last 10 years doing branding specific in the wellness empowerment space. So I have worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients and, you know, we're all at the end, like saying the same thing, right? Like we're all helping people live better lives and connect more to that loving place inside of them or that vibrancy that's available to them through different healing and lifestyle protocols, right? Whatever form it takes, we're all doing the same thing, but we have to drill down to the heart of why we're doing what we're doing and what we're providing for people to be able to differentiate ourselves, right? If I just said, love your body, like it, it was really like, like you said, like it would just get lost in the sea of everything else. It's if it doesn't connect to the emotion of like, there are people that need your help and you need to drill down to how you are going to help them and why you're doing it so they can find you. Cause otherwise it's just like, Oh, like you you mentioned like smoothies. Okay. Like no one's sitting there wishing for the ability not like, oh my, waking up at three o'clock in the morning, like, if I don't have a smoothie, I may die. Like, the, <laughs> the interesting part, and, and I've gotten some, I love when people like give me a little fight in something because I've, I've seen this in my free forum where I keep saying, you know, and we love copyrights. I mean, both of us have, have grown up with Hillary Weiss, Nikki Groom being, you know, both are storytelling copywriters. Yep. And, and so I've gotten a lot of kickback because I also believe in marketing and digital marketing and marketers, hardcore marketers are like, it's not about you. It's not about your story. It's all about them. And I always say, take a deep breath because this is the wellness space. Yeah. And especially if you are an empath feeler, type of person where you really want to have a sustainable business. I will just say that because I really don't like kind of talk about like walk around the elephant in the room. I'm like, this is how I got my business and it worked when I really understood this is that I had to have somebody identify with me. And if I just was like, Hey, are you struggling with one, two, one to 10? And I know I've got this system and it's, you know, that's great for that person who identifies. But for me, I was more of a person that was like, I remember crying in the bathroom every time I got a diagnosis. Mm. I remember hoping for miracles. I remember like every time I would doctor, I'd be like, here, you're going to do this protocol. I'd be like, oh my God. And then it's not that it didn't take me, but it never fully. And that was my big why of wanting to say, ditch the books ditch the protocols. Like you have to really be your own doula and your advocate. And I'm going to teach you the tools. And then you're going to fire me when I've taught you what you, and you're going to go be empowered and know how to shop, travel, eat, talk to your doctor, all that. Absolutely. (laughs) No, when you were talking, I was just thinking that like the reason why, like right there, even you just sharing that, I'm like, Oh, I love you, Rachel. Like, but that's the feeling. And here's what you got to realize, guys. By the time people get to a space where they're like, I really need to make an internal change. Something's not working. They've been burned by doctors. 
they've been burned by the system. So you're the person that they're looking for that says, Oh, I get what you've been through. I can help you because I've been there and I've done it a different way. That's why they're coming to you, right? Like no matter what you're doing, even like as a, as a branding designer, it's like people come to us like, Oh, I wasted so much money on this website with someone who didn't understand our industry and someone that didn't actually take the time to think of the strategy and purpose behind why we were making or to see me or to really see like what you said, like yeah. really take everything that you're saying to me and put it into this way to shine. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't matter what, but people are coming to, ex- I mean, exhausted with all of what they've tried to do. And they're just waiting to say, oh, she gets me. He gets me like, okay, give, I will give you my money. I just enrolled in a program last week and I've been following this woman for years. And at one point, so triggered by her, like, I just was like, Ugh. and then, and then I was like, Oh, let me look at that. Cause why am I so triggered by her? And then my shadow work a little. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little shadow work. And I really thought, I was like, why did I choose to give this woman my money? And I was like, cause she gets where I've been. I hear her story. She, her clients are where I have been. She tells the story of where, where her clients were and where they are now. And like what changed for them in this program. And you know, like I wouldn't know that. And you know, it's something that we've implemented a lot. Just also like, I didn't get to this part of the story (laughs) about five years ago, started an adult sleepaway camp for the wellness days called soul camp. And we brought together like 250 to 300 people each time at summer camp for four days, four nights. It was brought together 30 to 40 different instructors. It was amazing. What a beautiful journey that was. But like, you know, we learned so much about marketing and, and what feels aligned and right because we made plenty of mistakes, which I'm happy to share. But you know, for me, it was like, I really got to see, Oh, it's all about the story. Why are people coming to us? Why are people coming to camp? What did they experience there? What did they experience after? You know, cause that, that brand was really, wasn't about us because it wasn't a personal brand. So it was like, who is coming to camp? Who are these people that lot, their lives are being transformed. Their stories need to be told. Like your life can be transformed. If you come too. let me share that with you and show you how we do it. But I think, you know, the part that I think is really interesting is just like you said, like, so you decided, you know, to focus more on, you know, the websites and the branding and then to even do this soul camp. And what I thought was so beautiful about this whole evolution is it wasn't like that wasn't a good move to try to be a body, you know, conscious coach. Like that was part of the journey. That was was part of my journey. Yeah. I'll just like looking back now, guys, it's like, you know, so I, and I just to give a little, I'm going to give the overview just so people understand because you, you know, my story, but so I did branding throughout like the last 10 years I've been doing branding and design for people in this space, coaching for about three to four years. I really needed to be talking about that for my own journey around body confidence. It was very much me working through my stuff, me helping the people that needed it at the time. But looking back, it was more, it, honestly, it was more about me. And, and like you said, it gave me so much joy. It was a, it was a forum for me to begin to self-express, right? Share myself in a really vulnerable, authentic way at that at the time was very accurate. I, I mean, I'm sharing different things now because I'm a different human and I've worked through a lot of that body confidence stuff. So the, I started to just feel like, you know, I never really like ended it. I kind of just, I'm me, I guess the way to think about this, it's like, yeah, I've evolved. It's like, I am me. I am, I am my brand. Right. Like, and, and at one moment, body confidence was really important in my journey. And then this, you know, universe really honestly brought this opportunity to me and my business partner, Michelle, to create a camp and we did it. And that was an expression of myself at the time too. It's like, it's like connect. It was all about connection. Cause for me, connecting to other humans, connecting to myself, creating and carving out that time to be with myself is something that impacted every single area of my life. So I wanted to give people the space to do that as well. Right. And now currently have paused on the camps just for many, many reasons that I can go into, but have now begun to show people how they can create their own movement and really a high profile company and brand through authentic expression, through beautiful branding, through storytelling, like through all of that. And we're really focusing on that now. So that's kind of like overarching. Before we even go into Soul Camp, because I think it's such like, a, I mean, when I first saw you do that, I was like, oh my God, it's like, 
brilliant. And of course I was like, why didn't I think of this for myself? (laughs) (laughs) We got that so much. (laughs) But what I also had to even struggle with myself was like not to worry so much about the transitions because like, you know, even as my kids were growing up, like I wasn't working and attracting families with little kids. Right. But I see people, they're like, well, I'm doing a total rebrand. And I think, well, you're just, you've just grown up. It doesn't mean you have to throw out everything. It's just like what you said, like at that time, that was this really important thing and be okay with it. Just now roll in. You don't have to be like, oh guys, let me tell you. It's like, so this is, this really worked because like, I love that you said that. And I think this is a really important thing for coaches to hear. Like, as long as you're in a real honest, transparent, and I don't mean like, as we call it, like the Facebook diary where you're telling everyone things that are completely not appropriate. Like I tell a lot. I also chose coaches who are very open yeah. because that was one of my biggest fears, even though one would never think it was, what if people really knew me? Mm. You know, I would not be lovable. I would not be liked. I would not be, you know, all those interior fears. And I, that's why I always say, I should have not gone to therapy at 13. I should have just started a business. Like that's it. But but I really love that you were like, you know what? This is where I was. And that was really important for me. And I, I think for coaches need to hear that as long as you are like right there with your people and you're not trying to be something else, you know, I had a massive potato chip addiction because my dad and I were really trying to mend a relationship. And mm-hmm. I've talked about this. And so Cape Cod potato chips were what he used to give me because we would go to Provincetown. So he used to ship me a box on my birthday. And when I was like really trying to work through all this stuff, I ate a bag a night, like compulsively ate a bag. And I knew it. And I was coaching. Yeah. And of course, like in the midst of, you know, my throes of my autoimmune, knew consciously, clearly eating a bag of Cape Cod potato chips, probably not the best thing, but I talked about it on Facebook. And I talked about the fact that like, sometimes you know exactly what to do, but we are connected to food. And I really talked about how hard that was because I felt connected to my father through that bag of potato chips. Mm. And people were like, thank you so much. Can I hire you? Yeah. And I talk about that. I get chills because I'm always like, you know, I don't want a perfect anybody. No, I had it. That was my first addiction, and it's still the deepest one I work on. Like yeah. perfection, perfection, yeah. disease, disease. And so, I love that you really shared about like really finding the business that felt right for you, and you knew, and because of it, you had a business from that. So, you know, it's not only beautiful, but that's what makes a real business. So. What brought you into saying, okay, we're going to do this rad camp. And I'm sure you have like as much as things, because that's a lot to manage with a lot of people. Yeah. What brought you into what was these learning lessons? Because everyone's like, oh my God, 250 people, lifetime dream. Why? Like what happened? Why are you not doing that? Oh my God. Let's, let's get into it, Rachel. I think also before I even say that all of this, I want to say when you were talking about like the coach, that's, you know, if you're in this place, like, I want to rebrand. I'm thinking, I'm like, did I ever even say like, I'm not doing body confidence anymore? I don't think so. I think I just like was being me. So it wasn't like, I'm done with this chapter, right? Like we had to announce when we were done with soul camp for right now, honestly, it really is a pause. We had to announce that because we had a big community that was magazines. I mean, I, it was different, but like, but I'm thinking like, wait, cause it's, it's not about like, okay, like, oh, now this is a new chapter. It's almost like, it's just, you get to evolve along with your audience. I, and I just love what you just shared about the Cape Cod chips because first off girl, I'm with you on the eating obviously. French fries. I'm sorry. Boardwalk French fries. I'm, <laughs> I'm always like this. We have a line in my family. We're like, we'll just clean it up. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I had to work through such eating stuff. I am, I'm so graced that that is not like present, but you know, that was one of the reasons that I am grateful for Ian because I wouldn't say that I learned everything about my gut, but I learned that one circle of life thing 
that one exercise, I was like, I think I'm failing in a few areas. Mm. Of course, with the perfection disease, I didn't say, oh, I need to work on this. I used the word failing. So, totally. but I see, I see so many people that feel like they have to announce, not email their list, not do this, come out with a whole new. And as you know, like pay somebody another $4,000 instead of just going, like you said, like, hey, oh my God, okay, this is so exciting, this new chapter of my life. Now yep. let's party. You know, totally, totally, exactly. Oh, I love it. So, okay, Soul Cam. So, this is just a, I'm going to share the synchronicity part and then get into the business, like all the stuff. So, the synchronicity is so Michelle, my business partner, we became really close friends and we had both gone to camp together as kids. And our camp director, you know, just through sharing on my Facebook, her sharing on her Facebook about her personal journey of awakening, me too, sharing my body confidence stuff, he knew that we were, you know, into wellness. Like that in his mindset, you guys are into yoga. That was like what he thought. So, he reached out to us and he saw we were both on a retreat, a family constellation retreat. If you've never heard of family constellation therapy, look it up. It's life changing. (laughs) Like so good. But so we were at a family constellation retreat. He saw it and he was like, Hey guys, if you ever want to host your own yoga retreat, we rent out the camp. And we were like, this sounds like so much fun. That was the react. It was just like, should we do it? And like, we were a little crazy. Like, yeah, let's do it. Like, like there was, I will say there was no business plan. It was like, this sounds like a blast. We have tons of friends who are amazing teachers, tons of colleagues, tons of our clients. She's a brand strategist. And we were like, why don't we invite them? Instead of doing kickball, basketball, and soccer at camp, why don't we invite our intuitive healer, our relationship expert, our holistic health coach? Why don't we invite them? And those are the classes. Let's try it out. It was like the URL was soulcamp2014.com. We did not think this was going to be anything more than one fun weekend of, you know, transformation and well-being. Oh and it just took off. Yeah, it just took <laughs> off. And, and what I will say is we just did it. Like there was no like sitting back and is this going to, I mean, okay, the doubts came up, right? Is this going to really work? Like that was all there but it didn't stop us from taking inspired action because we were very inspired to do it. There was so much momentum, so much energy, literally guys, like Michelle was like, whip up a logo. I was like, you don't whip up a logo. It's a six week process. And she's like, no, whip up a logo. We need to email Huffington Post GPS for the soul. We need to email soul pancake and let's get them as sponsors. And like, they were a yes. Like we had soul pancake and Huffington Post, who sent out a solo email for us the first year, we hadn't, we did nothing. We didn't even have the event yet. So, but that is such a testament. Like that, I think, and I want to go back to what to something you originally said because I think a coach would be like, "Well, I mean, you know, she had this." But the truth is, I hear this so many times, and it's when you really sit there and you are aligned. And I know that you are like this. You're aligned, and you're like, "Okay, we're just gonna have faith." And you also have supported people and you've also, you know, put yourself in alliance with great people along the way. Relationships and that, everything. Relationship, yeah. And everything. that's something that you've done always. And so I think for somebody listening, I always say to a coach, I don't care if you're new, go find great people who you look up to and oh tell them to look up to them and make them like your besties. So, so true. I just had to, because I know a new coach is like, oh, well, that's not me. It's like, no, 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 though. That can be you. Rachel, thank you for saying that. It's so true. In 2014, right? So I got entered this world in 2009, 2010. I had spent five years building relationships with, with people who I admired. And it wasn't luck. Like, it was like going up to them at an event and saying, hi, I love your work. And, or, I mean, when people say, how did you get interviews with the people I got? I was like, I took a very big breath at 5.30 in the morning when it was quiet. And I sent an email and I said, I admire you so much. I would be so honored, please. And I told them what I liked about them. And they were like, of course. And I would sit there and be like, they said yes. So I love that you're saying this because it's just like, it's everything we were talking about before we even like started recording. We went to school at a time where it was like, you really had to just go out, introduce yourself, put the fear to the side, send out the letter, ask somebody if they would, you know, all that stuff and just take the chance. 
And guys, energy is everything here. Okay. If you have the energy of what can I get from that person, they're going to feel it instantaneously. I have to tell you people that reach out to me and like, I, can I pick your brain? Can I do that? And I'm like, but if there's someone was like, wow, like, I love what you're doing. How can I help you? How can I spread the word for you? Like authentically, like really give to them. There's this beautiful connection that can happen, not with everyone. And it doesn't happen to have to happen with everyone, but your network really is so important. And I see it now, like, I mean, for like referrals, right. Or, you know, when we started soul camp, it was like, Oh, we had this roster of people. Like if you were in New York, I would have like had you in a second. I was like, okay, we have all these people that literally live like two hours from the event that you know, we couldn't pay people that first year. Both Michelle and I actually are like this. We had given to these people so much over the years that they were like, yes, like I believe in you guys. You guys are, have such integrity and I'd be happy to do this for you. But that came after a time of supporting those others, right? So if I came out of the gate and said, I'm going to start this event and let me ask all these like big hitters if they could come for free, they didn't know me. Why would they do that, right? That took five years of relationship building. So I love that you mentioned that you pinpointed that, Rachel. That's so smart. And then from there, like what I will say is the combination of, you know, having people that the 30 to 40 instructors that have that had their own list. I mean, we were both strategic about it and authentic. It was like, who do we love and whose work do we love and who has an audience that they can share this with, right? And then we created a story around our brand. And I will say those two things together made the company go from here to here, like very quickly. And what I mean by that is the community built after the first experience. And we had, you know, testimonials, videos, photos, people's lives were changed. I mean, the actual product was so amazing. We were featured in like everything, yoga journal, parents magazine, Inc, Forbes. I can't even believe that I'm saying this to you guys. Cause I was, yeah. if you were feeling like that, I like I was you, I remember like, I, these are things that like, I wouldn't even put on my vision board because I wouldn't even think that was a possibility for me. Do you know what I mean? It was like in my wildest dreams. Like what? So the fact that I'm saying this, it's like, stay the course, take one action after the other that is inspired and true to you. And then like, you just have, it could be bigger than you could ever imagine. And you know, we lasted five years last year. My business partner went on maternity leave. We started, and okay, I mentioned at the beginning, we never created a business plan. Very important because, you know, our business model wasn't a, a sustainably profitable business model. We created an event. Events in of themselves, let me tell you guys, are not profitable. They cost so much money. I mean, in, so much time, so much time which, yeah. which like is a lot and like very true, but also like if they were making money, it's worth the time. They events are meant to lead into another into a mastermind or a six month or one-on-one -on -one or high ticket code exactly. or something. <laughs> exactly. And like Michelle and I had tried in the last couple of years to do that, but we didn't actually want to do like hold people on their soul journey for that long. It was like, we liked this little, like not a little, we liked our event. That's a really important thing that I love that you said, because I think so many people feel, and this is what we were talking also about the blueprint. So many people are like, I have to do this. And I too have said, you know what? I see these people. I, I want to do an event. And actually, let me resend that. I am going to do an event. And it's not for, I don't want to take a person in a nine month mastermind. Yeah. And I think it's really important to, you've said over and over, and if a coach has not, or any wellness professional or, or any creative thinker or thought leader does not get this by this time, they really need to go lock themselves in a room for about 10 hours and either listen to Florence and machine or like Eminem. Something. I love Florence. Yeah. yeah. Like one of, one of them or, or like pink, I don't know, like, or Rihanna, I'm not sure which one, but like listen and really like sit with Saul or Janice Joplin, one of them. But what you keep saying is we really had to listen to ourselves, you know? And I think I don't know if you read the email from Derek Halpern when he was like, I'm not selling my online courses anymore. I'm tired. When I wow. started, I just wanted to create content. And I sat there and I cried and I cried and I cried because mm -hmm. I was like, I love this brutal honesty. And he said, I tried masterminds. They weren't for me. I made money. I tried adding more. And it was like the entrepreneur's thing. And especially in the last few years of everyone, I think, keeping up with the Joneses, I was like, 
you know what, dude? And he, what did he do? He's like, hey, I'm switching gears, guys. It wasn't, he was like, and I'm doing it because, and he said, because this, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, no problem. That's rad. People trust you so much more when you're doing this. When you just say it and it, and it makes sense. Instead of being like, should I say this? But I love that you were like, this didn't work for us. And I think for, you know, not everyone, yeah, is, is everything great to have a business plan? But I'll tell you, I was at GrowthCon by Grant Cardone. Bethany Frankel got on the stage and she was like, you know what? I don't have a plan. I don't plan today. Didn't have a plan. Sarah Blakely was like, I didn't have a plan. Totally. So I, I feel like sometimes looking back, maybe it would be great to have an exit strategy, but sometimes the best things don't always have a plan. I agree. I, I would say that 100% about Soul Camp. It was the best thing. I meant more like business model, but that's because we didn't, and we were trying, right? Like, and like, this is what's really important that I want to share that you and I were talking about. It's like, once we realized we were at this place where we were building this community brand recognition, like momentum, but like our finances weren't reflecting that we like tried to do everything. So we were like, all right, let's get a Facebook ad expert. Let's hire someone to help us build a really, really amazing funnel. Spend a lot of fucking, sorry, I hope I can curse. A lot of fucking money on getting something. thousand fucking dollars. (laughs) And like, guys, it didn't work. And part of this, and, and this is where the soul searching comes in is last year, Michelle and I had to get really honest. Do if, if life continues like this, like, is this the life we want? And that's where for me, like I had to be like, I need to, this feels, my mind's telling me it's really selfish because people have loved this product, but my life, you know, I said to Michelle, I said, every summer comes around and I'm so stressed about ticket sales. Summer's my favorite time. The reason why I started my own business is so I could have freedom and a life that I want. And I was like, I don't have time to date. <laughs> I'm like, I'm stressed beyond belief. This is not the life that I want. And yeah. I had to like go through so much of my own stuff around like, is this selfish? Am I letting people down? What are people going to, th- are people going to think that I'm selfish? And what's so funny is that the first person that we called to tell literally reflected that back to us. I mean, it's so crazy now because everyone else we called, they were like, oh my God, I think this is the right decision. I'm so proud of you guys for listening to your soul. The first person we said, you guys are just giving up. Don't you just think everyone's going to think you're selfish? You're just giving up. And like, I was like, oh, this is a mirror. Like she is reflecting exactly what our fear is right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I get to see, Ooh, like that, that fear is there. And what's the real truth under that? that this is no longer aligned with what my soul is meant to create. And as a creative and a creator, like you have to create from that authentic place. Otherwise it's like, why, why? I don't even know. The interesting part is, you know, from the glass house, I would say, you know, everyone's like, oh, they have the perfect relationship. And then a year later they're divorced. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, you know, I want that, or they have everything. Oh, look at them. And, you know, I think you never know what's going on inside somebody's business. And it's in a way, sometimes it's none of your, well, really it's none of your business because everyone has a different business model, but also at the end of the day, you do need to ask yourself, like, do I feel like I'm robbing myself blind? Like, Mm -hmm. do I just feel like I have no time? No, like I'm exhausted. And also be honest when something just feels like it's done. Yeah. I know in the last few years, I had to let go of things that, that I didn't want to because they were time suckers. And I also had to let go of like being a control freak in every (laughs) area because it was sucking me dry. Totally. You know, and I think at the end of the day, sometimes it's really hard to know what is the next step, but I think what I've always seen with you that you do, and I won't say easily because I'm not inside your soul, but what I've always seen you do with your business is to flow with it and know that, and to flow with it with faith, to just, to say, you know what, like this was great right now. This is beyond my wildest dreams. Like anytime I've ever talked to you, you've been like, last time I think I, and I like I've interviewed you a few times over the years and I'm like, this business grew. <laughs> And it was like beyond my wildest dreams. Like I'm doing websites 
for people who are unbelievable. <laughs> and that's, I, if, if anybody can take also from you, I think it's like putting the fun in it because it's so freaking easy to get like clogged down, like you said, and like, yeah. you know, a funnel and a platform and should I be here and yeah. should I be there instead of just like, I'm going to have fun with this. I never forget when people are like, oh, well, you know, how'd you build your business, Rachel? And I always say, I had no money. Like, really, we had no money. I showed up on Facebook and I smiled and stuff, not fake. I was like, hey, and I didn't look so healthy. I was going through my health journey. So when people are like, oh, I feel like I, you know, I'm still going through my stuff. I'm like, who isn't? Totally. But you show up real and people are like, wow, that's, that's. And the word is always refreshing. Yeah, totally. You are so refreshing. So refreshing, so honest, so real, so vulnerable. And I think like, and I don't know if you feel like this, but I need this reminder sometimes when you just said that about like, that's like very funny that I am continuously like, it's beyond my wildest dreams. You've always done that. You're like, I swear I should go to each video because there's always one part where like, I can't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's amazing to me because I, and it just made me realize too, what a privilege we have. Like we are so, so beyond lucky that one, we're in this conversation that we can create wealth and like a lifestyle and a life that feels so authentic to us. I mean, we are so beyond lucky. That's the thing. I think that like I told you guys at the beginning of this interview, like I didn't know this was a possibility in my life. Like I always kind of, I went through my life until I was 22, 23, thinking I just had to listen to what everyone else told me that I should do. And that I thought I'd be miserable my whole life. Like how freaking lucky that I can walk to go get a matcha latte before this and come back, (laughs) put on some makeup and talk to a woman that I've known for 10 years that I love. Like not even that wear comfy pants on the bottom. (laughs) Totally. Totally. And like in my home, like I can be where I want to be. I'm going to LA next week to work. And again, it's not that there's no challenges. It's not that there has not been many, many moments of failures and the craziness and stress, but it's just like, I'm so lucky I even have those problems. Like I don't have to go into a job. I mean, I think of like my sister who like, this is her path, but she's a lawyer and like, she works so much and she doesn't like the people she works with. She's gets dressed up every day, has to take commute to work. And it's like, you know, that's for her. And I'm not, I'm not hating on that path at all, but that's not me. And my soul would die inside every moment. So like, I think there's this gratitude of, wow, like how lucky are we that we get to choose this life and we're choosing those challenges. Like I get to choose to work through my, my like stress around, you know, building a team. I get to choose to worry about income flow that like I have to take on and I have to worry about my pain. That's also your mindset because you know, something that you've come back to at every part of this, because I always hear people and I say the same thing, like, one of the huge changes because people keep saying to me, Oh my God, Rach, like, you know, what have you done for yourself this year? And I'm like, okay, well, first I like unfed my mind on eating and went back to like originally, no offense, full, but like originally, like what made me feel good? And I'm just a protein girl, like no matter what, I'm a protein girl, I'm a high fat girl, that's it. Two is I had to learn to ask for help. That was a big thing. I've worked so hard to ask for help. And through that came so much just abundance mindset. When I hear you and everything I've heard from you, and I keep saying this to coaches, you cannot do this alone. Is you knew from the beginning, and I love, what did you say? You were like, this was my camp friend. The fact that you've still been friends with her shows a huge thing about your personality. The second is everything that you talked about in, we were able to call on friends. We were able to call on people who we supported. I had great people that I was, that knew me because I chose an amazing tribe in the beginning. Mm. And so, you know, when, when you were saying luck, I was like, it is luck because you also showed up and you continually nurtured relationships. And that tribe is your vibe and your vibe is that tribe. 
Yes. So I just, it, you know, when coaches sit there and they're like, I can't do it. I'm like, no, you haven't put yourself around the people and really done the work yeah. to let go and shed the old story and just like modeled people who are, are acting in that different way. Totally. And you just reminded me too, like the big, like you said, the biggest thing is mindset. Invest in yourself and your own, you know, well-being, whether that's therapy, a coach, Tony Robbins, like, I mean, I'm still paying off of that. Yeah. Like whatever it is, because that stuff gets in the way. And I'll tell you, my financial stuff got in the way in soul, creating soul camp for sure. It's that's what I'm focusing on right now. It's like, there's, and that abundance mindset, because I had a belief that like, if I'm really serving people, I can't take home money. Like there was this martyrdom and like that's in every, every decision I made. And again, it was beautiful. It was such a beautiful journey, but I have the chance and opportunity now to look at, okay, how can I do this better? Cause I am the common denominator in everything I create and I need to get out of my own way. And how do I do that? Like whatever modality I need at the time. I'm so pro therapy. I'm so pro having a mentor. I'm so pro having a tribe. I mean, I have a peer led mastermind that I have here in the city that I organized. It's like, I, I need that. Otherwise, like, actually, can I tell this quick story? Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> so funny. You guys are going to love this. So Michelle and I, we were like talking about, we just launched our soul camp creative site. We were like thinking about how we wanted to do it. And we, we were like, oh my God, we should do like a tell all, like all the mistakes we made for soul camp. And then it was like, well, we made a title, like our disasters, your dreams. So like, we like bring it to our mastermind. We're like, guys, we have this genius idea. We're going to do this thing called our disasters, your dreams. And they all looked at each other like, all right, we don't think that's the best idea. And we're like, really? And they were like, no, you have brand equity. Like, why would you tell everyone all your disaster? And like, cause it's like, you created something so amazing. And like, there weren't so many disasters. You're exaggerating it just cause you guys are in this space, you know, you're, you're processing everything. And you were like, oh, maybe they're right. And just the ability to share this with four other people that we trust and to get that feedback. Cause like we would have gone ahead and done it. And like, it would have been fine, but like it also, who, who you know, it's like, it just me. I've been through launches and we could like go up and like pee, come back, <laughs> talk, nap, pee, come back, talk. This could go on for like, this could be 24 hours. Totally. I've even said, oh my God, that was the worst launch of my life. And even my like webmaster is like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I made this mistake, this mistake, this mistake, because <laughs> You know, I think that is the part and people don't realize that part. I think a lot of coaches, when they're looking at somebody, maybe like the face of their school, let's just say that, like the face of their school. And they're like comparing themselves to a site that that person has developed over 10 years. Yeah. And they've been able to invest instead of, you know, somewhere in the beginning. I think it's just like what you and I were talking about. Like nobody lays out this groundwork, even if it's perfectly laid out in every business, every entrepreneurial business, there's a hiccup, there's something. But I love that you said also, everything that happens to me, I look at it and I say, what did this bring up? What do I have to work on? And there were things that have happened in my business that years ago that I wish I was more grown up about. I wish that I had evolved. My business was evolving faster than I was. Yeah. I wish that I handled it. I wish I had less fears, less jealousies. I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes we can't go back, but we can go forward and go better. And I think, I think that's why we, we have biz besties that sometimes we can be like, ah, dude. And they're like, it's not as bad as you think. And you're like, no, it's bad. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, totally. dude, thank you so much. I mean, when I look at you, I do feel like it's that person, you know, when people are like, oh, my bucket list or my next life, I feel like you're one of those people that's like, no, it's like now, like maybe tomorrow mm-hmm. I want to, you know, write a book on this, or I want to help people to create like the most epic events or, because when I look at you, you are like, a creator. You're a visionary. Like mm-hmm. you, you see things in people. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who either wants to work with you, follow you, stalk you, you know, all of that, 
Tell them where they can find you. I welcome stalking in all forms. Just don't, just don't jump into my window. <laughs> okay, so at Instagram, I'm, I'm on Instagram. I'm at Allison Leipzig. And you can follow Soul Camp's Creative's journey. So at soul underscore camp and then soulcampcreative.com. So that's where you can find out a little bit more about the services that we provide for coaches, healers, experts, authors from whenever, even if you're starting out or have been in the business for 10 years, we can help you share your authentic story with your people. So come find, come look at some of our work on our website. We have our portfolio up and all that jazz. So guys, this woman, no joke. I graduated with her. I've watched her. She is a bomb.com. If you're sitting there watching people who you feel are not living in their soul, I would suggest watch somebody living in their soul. And with that being said, as I always say, go through these podcasts, stop them, take some notes, sit with self, you know, if you feel a little uncomfortable, sit with self a little more, and then stay tuned for the next one, because it's going to be super fly. All right, guys, we'll see you on the flip side. All right, roll it out, roll it out, roll it out. Yeah, we got to do a little. Whoa, you seriously are giving me SJP vibes, I can't. You like look exactly like her. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we'll see you later. And don't forget, have a little fun. See you on the flip side. That's so much fun. (laughs) And don't forget, laugh is good for the soul. All right, guys, bye. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon.